Hey, this is Kim Davis, and again, I'm coming to you from the floor of DMA and Then down in New Orleans. And with me this time, I have Patrick Tripp, who's VP Product Strategy at Redpoint Global. Welcome. Thank you, Kim. Thanks for having me. And we were just chatting uh, before I hit record, and we were talking about um, a phrase which I'm hearing more and more every week, which is a customer data platform. We have so many acronyms in this space, but CDPs, people are talking about them. And I, I know that Redpoint is um, very involved in this. So, and you come from a background where you work with DMPs. So if you could start to sort out the acronyms for us, that'd be great. Yeah, definitely. There's, there's definitely an emerging trend around uh, organizations trying to do more with data and being able to, to synchronize first-party data, second-party data, third-party data, and really have a better single view of the customer. And we've talked about this 360-degree view of the customer yeah. forever, but I think it's really starting to emerge as top of mind for organizations. We're hearing that a lot in the sessions here at the, the and then event, but um, really, you know, the CDP provides an opportunity for organizations to really better engage with their customers across the entire enterprise. And that's not only marketing, but that goes into service, sales, e-commerce, and a number of different areas. Now, some people may be a little confused here because the context in which I've often heard about CDPs is a little more limited, like yeah. CDPs being used by publishers to know what content people are reading, yeah. enabling uh, advertisers to better target them and publishers to increase their revenues. But the CDP, as you're framing it, seems to be something much broader. Yeah, definitely. And I think there are smaller vendors that are, are taking the, the customer data platform concept and trying to kind of glom onto that and leverage that. And some of those vendors are tag management providers and yes, some of them exactly. are, are web targeting and web personalization providers. Um, and so I think it's important to kind of draw the distinctions between customer data platforms and I think what are more, you know, traditional were, were hot a couple of years ago, which is data management platforms. So mm -hmm. first and foremost, I would look at a customer data platform as certainly including first-party data and certainly including uh, personally identifiable information about individuals that right. we want to interact with, their interaction history, that could be customer lifetime value, address, email, social handles, things like that. Um, and it certainly can be source from a number of different areas, right? This, this doesn't have to all be in one place. This could be federated in a way that it's brought together uh, for an organization. But the key is the ability to, to kind of make use of that for, you know, subsequent uh, customer conversations. Right. That's what I think of as the, the engagement layer. Right. So you've got this data ideally running right across the enterprise, yeah. presumably like a single source of truth so yeah. that any part of the enterprise can be looking at the same set of data. Right. Now, how do you help the engagement part of that, the activation? Yeah, absolutely. So it's it's not uh, data uh, to itself. I think it needs to be actioned in some way. And so uh, the ability to kind of generate insights from that data through analytics is extremely important. Leveraging techniques like propensity to buy or predictive models and machine learning approaches are important to be able to determine what is the next best action that we should take right. with an individual in a given scenario, in a given touch point, in a given channel? Um, and then really from that is the ability to kind of deliver that, that next best action at personalization, at scale uh, for individuals um, in, the, in, in the right way at the right time. Now, when you say next best action, I don't like to use buzzwords for the sake of it, but the first yeah. thing I think of is artificial intelligence. 
So if you're doing this at scale, yeah. big company, a lot of data on huge numbers of customers, right. are you automating it using any kind of AI or machine learning techniques to automate yeah. uh, the understanding of the data? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we no use a number of uh, techniques um, to automate the process. And one uh, use case I think of is, for example, in A-B testing and, and you know, going beyond the traditional method of trying to pick uh, uh, some content and audience to be able to test content, we can use machine learning to better optimize that approach and determine, you know, what is the right content in the right audience and sort of automatically select the, the winning uh, approach. Um, so there's that. And also what we talk about quite a bit at Redpoint is this evolutionary approach to analytics and that uh, model building is important, but also model training and the ability oh, to yeah. say, whether you have propensity to buy, scorecard, whatever the different techniques are, can you kind of look through all those different approaches and automatically pick the right approach for that given scenario and continuously update that over time? So, yeah, analytics is, is crucial for us, and, and uh, we hear that a lot from our customers, and that's just a, a building uh, point for us to go beyond the CDP. Okay. And is there any uh, limitations on the kind of data which you might onboard to the CDP and use? I mean, is Third-party data, social, location? Yeah, I mean, we really focus on first, second, and third-party data in the customer data platform as well as PII. Now, that's differentiated um, a bit from what you've heard of data management platforms or mm -hmm. DMPs, and they're focused very much on first, second, and third-party demographic data. Yeah. Oftentimes, it's ID, cookie, pool-type uh, data. We're handling all these data types, structured data, unstructured, and even semi-structured. So there's a lot of different ways that that uh, can be looked at. And, and we're looking at streaming data, batch data. It could be big data, Internet of Things. So there's, there's a lot of different uh, data sources that we can, we can handle. Okay. Now, when it comes to execution, is it the case that the Redpoint is going to plug into, integrate with... Uh, a customer's chosen suite of, you know, whether it be email or web display, their, their chosen suite of tools? Yeah, we really believe in this concept of an open ecosystem or an open garden, and we talk about that quite a bit at the event here. Um, really wanting to take advantage of your current ecosystem of what organizations are leveraging. They may be using a certain email service provider. They might be leveraging certain social channel. They might be leveraging a specific database. They might be leveraging a certain approach for... Uh, direct mail. They, you know, there's so many different variables there. It's really hard to kind of envision a world where you would need to kind of wipe that whole approach off and kind of start anew. Yeah. The reality of the world we're living in is, is an open ecosystem. So we really view ourselves as a single point of control or a brain that can really orchestrate all these different channel activation systems, including DMPs. Right? DMPs to us is possibly just another channel where we can activate data. Um, and, and it's about working within that ecosystem and, and plugging into what you already have. Orchestration is a great word, and that's another yep. word I'm hearing more and more, because you have all these many channels, all these many presumably campaigns running, yeah. and the thing is to have some kind of overview and some right. kind of control, some kind of uh, seamless, I guess, brand identity running right. through them. And right. Presumably, having a single source of data is yeah. crucial to that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that consistency and the, the data silos that we're trying to break down by uh, having this uh, ability to operationalize data and, and ensure that the consistency uh, flows across all, all the different touch points. So, 
Uh, for us, you know, there's a lot of talk about content at the event as well, and mm-hmm. and uh, even the Deloitte Digital speech this morning, and kind of resonated with us is really the ability to add context to content, right? And con- you know, content without context is is limited, and we're able to kind of bolster that approach to creative and content by applying you know the data-driven approach. Now, obviously, one channel through which businesses might be looking to execute is, is media buying, advertising, and we were talking about this convergence, which I've certainly been seeing for the last year or so, between marketing technology and ad tech. Right. And you have a name for that, don't you? Yeah, Mad Tech. It's uh, based <laughs> on the uh, Mad Men TV show. For those that haven't seen the whole Don Draper thing, those jokes continuously come up in these events. But I think we're finally starting to see that come to fruition um, here as the, the first party known you know, gold customer, high customer lifetime value audiences that we can kind of focus in on at the customer data platform level and with marketing technology systems, there's a great opportunity then to then onboard those audiences to ad tech, which oftentimes is a DMP or a data management platform. And those systems can take that data. They need to anonymize and hash that data so that's like kind of respecting the privacy of the actual individuals, but really being able to kind of combine that with uh, the cookie pool that they're managing of other you know, targetable profiles and be able to, to build that right demographic kind of blend of an audience can, that which can then be managed and activated um, to demand-side platforms, supply-side platforms for ad display and subsequent you know, acquisition targeting, um, as well as things like look-alike modeling. So I think you know, on the ad tech side and the DMP side, that's a, a, a powerful technique is the ability to find additional contacts and profiles that you know, contain very similar characteristics and being able to target those. Um, but then I think the interesting part of the story of, of MadTech and MarTech and AdTech conversions is the ability to, to bring some of that insight back to MarTech. Right. And I think that's been missing a bit in the past. And, and so digital insights that you might capture from your first-party brand properties on web pages, social channels, for example, clicks, uh, activity, purchases, being able to activate and bring that data back and append or enrich the customer profile with additional digital insight that we may not have had before really provides a new opportunity for marketers to, to better engage in direct uh, marketing. That could be email, that could be uh, a number of different tactics. So. It makes absolute sense, doesn't yeah. it? Because if, you, if you're living in a world where the marketing department has a set of audiences and information and profiles and so on, and then separate from that, you have your your media buying department, which is developing its own audiences and has different set of information about them. It, it, it's crazy to have the things running on parallel tracks, isn't it? Yeah, it is, and uh, we're starting to see that convergence. It's not going to happen overnight, but um, you know, there's a lot of uh, distrust in the ad tech industry. Right? You've heard about Procter and Gamble swearing off over 100 million in ad tech spending this year, yeah. and you hear about these stories of Mercedes-Benz ads showing up on terrorist web pages and things like that. So, you know, the programmatic ad display approach has not kind of fared as well as we had all expected it to, and I think there's a great opportunity for synergies here with, you know, CRM-oriented approaches. Uh, but that's uh, a great perspective because programmatic it looks like a wonderful technology but the problem seemed to be that in a variety of ways the ads were ending up in an uncontrolled way in the wrong place whether it was a bad context whether it was a website which actually had no real human viewers right you just didn't know where the ads were going right now so linking it to crm marketing technology you're linking it to audiences 
where especially if you're using a lot of PII type data, yeah. you've got a firmer grasp on who you're advertising to. Right. Yeah, and the, and the importance there is respecting the privacy and, and uh, you know, the GDPR and all that stuff mm-hmm. is a whole other big thing to consider for next year and, and that legislation coming to fruition in uh, May 2018. But, yeah, really respecting the individual and their preferences and privacy. But, yeah, taking a, a CRM approach to display is, is powerful. And, in fact, we did some research with the Relevancy Group, which is a uh, research firm in Boston that focuses on, like, people-based marketing, and that's sort of an approach of CRM and ad tech. Um, And we have some data that shows that, um, you know, for those that have email click-through conversions of 20% and higher, many of them are actually taking advantage of identity management solutions, DMPs, and utilizing CRM data in advertising. So I think there, there is definitely an impact. And uh, you, you touched on a great point there, which we should maybe flesh out a little bit, identity management, because you're collecting data from people who are in different channels on different devices, and being able to append the right information for the right profile does depend on understanding of identity. Right. So is that something Redpoint is also bringing to the party? Yeah, definitely, and that brings us back to the CDP concept, and it's very crucial to be able to resolve identities and understand this is a consumer that might be a part of a household. This consumer might have multiple different devices. This consumer has different identities. And so it's the ability to, to kind of match that, that data together in a, in a way that um, can help you better understand how to engage across the entire customer lifecycle. And those, those techniques can be everything from you know, deterministic approaches where you're leveraging business rules that business users and marketers can define around completing Patrick trip at this specific address and making sure that that is complete as well as probabilistic and more analytically driven approaches um, and in some industries that has to be you know a hundred percent accurate in order to comply yeah so. now as we know every business has got data a lot of data more data than they realize right. but businesses are still on the road to getting control of it and managing it so right. where are the opportunities for redpoint redpoint global what kind of businesses what kind of size of enterprise mm-hmm. can really benefit from from your approach. Yeah, you know, organizations really struggling to uh, with with a complex data problem, right? Large organizations, we're looking at typically 1B plus uh, organizations um, across financial services and insurance, which is an industry ripe with legislation as well as ripe for innovation. Uh, uh, healthcare, another one trying to reinvent the way that they engage with members and providers and even in, in retail, um, you know, an industry with a lot of complexity, a lot of touch points and channels, um, and a lot of data, of course. Uh, these are some of the, the key industries that we focus in. Amazing. Well, Patrick, that's a great overview of CDP in the broad sense and true sense and what it means to businesses. So thanks for joining us. Thanks, Kim. Appreciate it.